There's no dialogue for the first, like, 15 <laughs> minutes of this thing. What the fuck did you expect? <laughs> Today we're talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special starring Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, James Earl Jones, Beatrice Arthur, Art Carney, Diane Carroll, Jefferson Starship, and Harvey <laughs> Corman, directed by Steve Bender. I'm Ryan. You think when hearing all of those names, you would be a lot more excited. Oh. I'm Brendan. The fact that Jefferson Starship in the in this alone is baffling. <laughs> I'm Matthew. The, the fact that Jefferson Starship is one of the only positives of this show is a problem. I'm Logan. <laughs> oh, man. I regret so many things in my life, and this is probably in the top three. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Merry Christmas to those of you who are celebrating <laughs> it today. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. Happy Holidays. Um, We're recording this on Festivus. Um, oh, we are recording right. this on Festivus. I am so sorry uh, to these guys that I did this to you and to <laughs> us. Um, I thought it would be a funny joke in about two minutes and I realized the mistake that <laughs> I had made. Funny joke. And that there was a reason that I had, hadn't watched this ever in my life and never really wanted to. Um, so yeah, we d- we did some picks, guys, and those other three podcasts sure were fun. Yeah. Um, and this one's gonna scar me. Um, so I decided the past two times I've decided to pick a scarring movie, Cats and This. Um, <laughs> so go back and listen to that review. Um, that was fun. We're all still cold, stone cold sober as far as I know for this one. So this is gonna be a a just sad podcast. Um, <laughs> so that's my background with the Star Wars holiday special. I'd never seen it. What about you guys? Um, I I had seen clips and stuff over the years, you know, just in various like fashions, but I had never sat through the whole thing. Um, yeah, Ooh, what an experience. I had also never seen this thing. Um, I don't even think I had seen any stills. All I knew was just, you know, the infamous legacy of it and the lack of people ever talking about it, the people who were involved with this production. Uh, you know, I really think you just have to have to take uh, Diane Carroll's advice when it comes to this and just experience me, uh, <laughs> as she says in the VR porn sequence. Um, I I guess I'm the only one who had seen this in its entirety before. Um, a couple oh, years yeah. ago, I just watched it because I hate myself. Uh, it was like, I, I went on a really like a, a great like bad movie kick. Uh, so I watched like, just like some of the worst ever. Um, and it, you know, it was, it was, it was a blast. Uh, and this was among them. This is absolutely atrocious, but yeah, I had, I had seen this before and I've always wanted to talk about this. Like I remember bugging everyone back when we did all the rest of the star Wars movies and you can go back and listen. This was to those supposed to be three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. This was supposed we're, to be 2017. Yeah. We we're supposed to be we doing are. this back then. We just never got around to it. Cause you know, why would we do that to ourselves? But yeah, we exactly. are. We're, we're, we finally made it. This feels like Merry a culmination Christmas. in a lot of ways. It's our 80th episode. Maybe we have to retire. Do we have to retire after this? Can we not make any more podcasts after this? <laughs> this have I broken us? It feels yeah. like the capstone, huh? It mm. feels like I broke myself in some ways watching this. But um, I guess we can pretend like this is a normal podcast and, and Logan can do a, a, a plot summary. Oh, um, fuck. I didn't, even, I didn't even look that up. Um, you know what? You I'm even... leaving all of this in. Let's see. Let's see if there is anything. Like I honestly don't know. It's certainly none by Huggo. Huggo, right. come through. I wish. Oh, Here's no. one by. I'm not sure how this is pronounced. Written by Kind. Uh, K Y N D E. Uh, via IMDb, as always. It is Life Day, a holiday that is celebrated on Chewbacca's home planet of Kashyyyk, or as they pronounce it in this film, Kazook. Chewie and Han Solo are trying to get to the planet where Chewie's family is waiting for him, but the Empire is out searching for the rebels, giving everyone a hard time. That's a good description. (laughs) (laughs) While we are waiting, while we are waiting, this is accurate, we get a look at the everyday life of a Wookiee family. We meet all the familiar characters from Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and we are introduced to Boba Fett during a short cartoon. We also pay a visit to the cantina and meet all the monsters again. I love guys, initial Ooh. thoughts and ratings. Or no, not ratings. initial thoughts. We didn't get to the ratings yet, unfortunately. I, I feel like the ratings are pretty obvious, but let's not get to them yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie is horrifying. 
Uh, it is just, like, an obvious, like, cash grab, and it is one of the most horrifying variety shows that I have ever witnessed. Um, the first, like, 15 minutes are unwatchable. Like, like we said in the cold open, there is, there's no dialogue, and it is completely just unintelligible. Some of you, some of you know Sean from, who has been on Stop Wait What a couple times, um, and I, I posted that I was watching this on my Snapchat story, and uh, we, we were talking about it and I was just messaging him like, I, what is going on? I like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Everything is crumbling around me. Um, but yeah, it was just fucking horrifying. It's a hellish experience. It, it truly went above and beyond in its nightmarish imagery, tone, absolutely just drollness. Um, I, I was really expecting something weird and something out there, and this far exceeded my expectations. And it also went the other direction and was just exceedingly boring at times. Um, I also watched, I watched this at like 3 a.m., so I was also very tired. So at some parts, I would just slip in and out of consciousness in this oh just like God. terrifying dreamscape I was in. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a fever dream. I don't know if what I saw even happened. I don't know if we're actually talking about the night, the the holiday special right now. Separated from reality, quite frankly. Yeah, this thing's fucking terrifying. Uh, there's there's just there's like there's so much to hate. I mean, honestly. Even, like, listening to this podcast, if you haven't seen it, I feel like you won't get a very good grasp of it. Like, you need to at least just go to YouTube and just, like, skim through it. Just to get get yourself an idea of what we went through. <laughs> I'm looking at the other uh, plot summary on here. And one of the sentences is, Chewie's family passes the time with various forms of entertainment. That's basically the whole thing. It's not. I call it entertainment. It's not just passing the time. <laughs> barely entertainment. It's not focusing on Han and Chewie's like probably very exciting and like dangerous escapades trying to get back. It's just following Chewie's family, passing the time. Uh, it, it's it's so weird. It's baffling that I, I think sometimes this gets lost in the weirdness of it all. People made this. People got on a set. People went. People wrote this script. People directed this. People, you know, acted in this on a set, and then people edited it, edited it together, and 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 it somehow happened. Like, it's truly unbelievable in in every way. Yeah, I am glad that I didn't give Cats an F, because I feel like having this and Cats be the same grade would it would feel like I would be spitting on like actual movies. I, I still can't believe that you didn't give cats an F, but okay. No, it, it's, it's especially compared to this. Like I have never felt the same amount of existential dread watching something <laughs> like, and I'm not there. Maybe only one other movie that was specifically about death gave me this kind of anxiety. Like, I'm not kidding. This was probably my least favorite viewing experience of my life. Damn. Like that's fair. It's very I, bad. It, and it's not even that it was bad. It was. It felt like it crawled underneath my skin and was just like seriously affecting my mental health. Like, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like this movie fucks with me. I was just watching like a review of it, and they would show clips, and I literally started like almost sweating. <laughs> like dear god it get is, this man a therapist it i mean maybe i mean maybe i need to walk through some things because of the star wars holiday special like maybe this permanently scarred me like i i i think you're right logan you can never you can i've heard people joke about this for my entire life and i never understood they were like oh yeah it's terrible the, they they i feel like no one's ever gotten across though that it, this is like legitimately horrifying the imagery that we see and unsettling and um i guess this is my therapy i guess we have to talk through it and it'll yep. be um maybe i'll be able to get past it so um the youtube rip um which is the only copy that i know of yep. i need to burn that disc that i have over there i need that nowhere near me <laughs> it, it i if for those of you who don't know I, when i came home 
from school sitting out my outside my door almost as if like an omen from the devil like <laughs> was just a ripped copy of the Star Wars holiday special with like a printed out piece of paper of like a poster of the Star Wars holiday special like in the like like thing from like the mid 2000s and I was like, oh, this is, uh, you know, this is hysterical. Like, we're reviewing it in a couple weeks. Like, this is fun. Now, that's sitting over there, and I need to burn it. Like, it just, it needs to be away from me. Uh, that's I will a take threat. it, sir. <laughs> I will take it. That is a novelty. Was it the it same sort of picture and audio quality I that didn't exists play on it. YouTube? I didn't play it, and I'm afraid to now. I don't know oh. if it'll run on my on my PS4. That's what I used to play discs on, but mm-hmm. maybe it will. I don't, know. I don't know what kind of disc. That's it is. like the ring. Um, like you play that, and then then Lumpy comes through your TV and kills you in I'm seven scared. days. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm <laughs> scared to play it. It's like eyes wide shut. Floyd walked into his bedroom and saw the holiday special on top of his pillow. And he just burst into yeah. tears. <laughs> and just burst into tears. <laughs> Nicole Kidman wakes up and consoles me. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, so so this monstrosity uh, begins kind of fine because they're using stock footage from the original star wars um and the first two minutes of it i was like okay you know like it's it's whatever it's just chewy and han it's kind of those star destroyers are moving way too fast but like that's mm. fine um and it starts fine and chewy's like yeah and han's like okay we'll get you back for life day and <laughs> um that's about where the positives end. Life Day has got to be the laziest holiday title I have ever heard of. It's Life Day! Come on! Dude, all things to complain about, are you going to complain about Life Look, Day? Well, I just want to start from the very beginning here. And one of the, the first things that's spoken is Life Day, which just completely baffled me. Just the, the most vague title ever. Yeah, something canon? I love is that uh, they, they mentioned Life Day in a season one episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, and also, life day is canon. so yes, it is. Yeah, canon. life day is canon, and also in a um, in the duel of the fate script by Colin Trevorrow. So mm-hmm. they, they seem Which to acknowledge canon, that this is, this is a thing. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's another thing. I guess we might as well just get into this conversation right away. I am sorry for any bad word I ever said about any of the prequels or the Rise of Skywalker. Like, oh my God, I am so sorry, J.J. Abrams. Your movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> like, I don't like. Oh my God, yeah. I. When I was sitting there, and I, I did what Logan said. I, it's like, you're not going to be able to watch this all at once. And I didn't. I was like, I'm going to be able to do it. The other night, I put it on. I watched 20 minutes of it, and I had to turn it off. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then we were going to record yesterday afternoon. And so I finished it. I finished it. I sat there and watched the last hour and 15 minutes, just one shot. And I, ugh. Um, ugh. But yeah, during all of that time that I was watching it, I was like, "Dear God, put please just randomly cut to the rise of Skywalker. I will, I will pay anything just to not have to watch the rest of this." <laughs> but um, it's bad. You got to do it in all, all in one sitting, or that's else what you'll I never did. get through it. it. It's brutal. You just it's rip the bandaid off. It's like ripping a bandaid well, off. Yeah. And again, I work with deadlines, so thank God there was a deadline yesterday afternoon, or I would have just been putting it off and just having my anxiety <laughs> about it rise and rise and rise. Um, but, uh, so we get introduced to Mala and Lumpy and whatever the fuck Chewie's dad's name itchy. is, I don't remember. Itchy. Itchy? Itchy. Like, like, I have an itchy arm itchy? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus. The names are um, terrible. The, oh, that's just disgusting, just thinking about it. The fur. <laughs> The the costumes on these fuckers <laughs> are so scary. Like, Chewie is a really good costume. Like, even in the 77 movie. Like, even in the original, it's a very good costume. True. These look so horrifying and cheap and just, like, fever dream fuel and especially lumpy and the dad. I'm it just going like to keep a, calling him the dad. It looks like a Party City Yeti costume. Yes, like, it is. Someone tried to make a shitty knockoff of the Disco Yeti from Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom at Half Day Park. Uh, and that's that's what Itchy is. is he and is every knockoff time Disco it Yeti. cuts in on one of their faces to try to show an, a, a, like a reaction or anything. Like, this is what I'm getting back to with Logan. Like, you are so right. Like, the f- fucking idea that someone made this. People <laughs> made this and got paid George Almost Lucas gives me hope this. that I can work in the film industry because, like, if this can get made and people can get paid for this, 
I, nothing like I'm I, like any writer, any writer, watch this movie and you'll be like, okay, my script that I hate that I don't want to write is actually quite good compared to this. Like, you know what? Okay, I will continue and I will keep trying because at least it won't be the worst thing ever made. Um, yeah, I mean, like. It's weird. I mean, you know, you can make the argument that, okay, not everyone on set maybe thought it was good or liked it. Maybe they were just doing it. But, like, think of just in the character design of Lumpy alone. Like, someone made this design. He looks like he's going to eat someone every <laughs> time terrifying. Every time they show him. Like, they show his face and he's supposed to be sad. Nope, looks like he's about to eat someone. They show his face and he's happy. Looks like he's about to eat someone. Someone made that design. And then at least one person okayed it. You know, someone signed off on that. I, George what the Lucas hell? Signed off on that. The, the scariest part, or, or what we talking about, is what we're talking about here: the close-ups, when you can catch oh, a man. glimpse of the helpless human trapped inside this <laughs> vessel Wookiee body. It's terrifying. <laughs> and it, it's also, I mean, with this whole beginning sequence, you know, there's no dialogue. Um, for fifteen I, minutes, the fucking noises, the, the 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 plane, whatever, like yeah, oh god, greedy. The whole thing is such a misunderstanding of why people like Chewy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, okay, we'll do like a similar character design, and we'll just have him fucking make noises the whole time, and that's not that's not cute. That's not what we like. <laughs> and it's even like if Chewy, um... if Chewy talked all the time in the movies, he wouldn't be as endearing. Yeah, he's great. He would be like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, Yeah. Chewie seems like the kind of character. If it's like, you know, a human Coralette is like, "Oh, he doesn't speak much, but when he does, he's really funny and insightful." Yeah, yeah, like Chewie is like the best example of Chewie. I think in any of the movies, like being fun, is the Force Awakens when, um, when Ray and uh, Finn both ask, like, "Wasn't he a smuggler? Wasn't he a a resistance fighter?" And then he just goes, "Like that was (laughs) that's the funniest use of." Of Chewie. It's just like, you make his voice kind of like go up and down. You make it kind of sound like a cadence of a, of a phrase that people will know. And you know exactly the context and he does it while shrugging and being cute. And that's all you need from Chewie. And and growling when Han Solo gets mad and then shooting and fucking up Ben Solo, which is great. Um, but this, yeah, this, this movie just, if you can call it a movie. Um, <laughs> it just, it doesn't understand anything about Star Wars. Like, yeah. nothing. Like, the, the one of the most, oh, God, one of the most horrendous sequences in this. Like, the first six to eight minutes, I'm like, okay, I can just smooth brain and just, like, not pay attention and it won't hurt me. Um, It's gonna find a way. It's gonna find a way But it found a way. way. You. When they go up to the fucking, like, I forget, I used to know what this was called, the, like, board where they play the chess game um, on the Falcon. This is the first moment where I realized that this was going to fuck with my mental health. The dancing that comes out and the music that plays, the, like, circus carnival music mixed with these terrifying outfits. I don't know how this fits in Star Wars in any way, shape, or form. And it is mind-numbingly disturbing to see these outfits and these people dance. Like, right now I'm getting, like, Ugh. It's just, guys. It's, yeah, no, it's very uncomfortable. Um, I feel, I mean, I'm sure we're going to discuss, uh, you know, Itchy's VR porn. Um, but this whole, that hurts less honestly than this part. Yeah. But I mean, I think this whole thing is like, it's very coked up and it's very horny. And I think there's like, (laughs) like, I think all of this special is really sexually uncomfortable. Like there's this like oddly erotic holographic spandex circus. And then later there's you know, spray-painted Luke looking directly into the camera and coaxing Mala into giving us a smile. And it's, Ugh. like, just the whole thing. Like, everything about this is so fucking horny. It's it's unfortunately horny. On to, the, to the point where they're like, yeah, you know what, uh, Carrie Fisher, we're going to need you not to wear a bra again so that those titties can bounce. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like... Jesus Christ, guys. Oh, like, God. may she rest in peace. It's like, guys, this is a TV special for three-year-olds. You need to stop. Calm down. Stop calling. Like, like Logan is completely right. There is so much weird, horny shit in this film. And I don't understand what was going on. Who had the idea for VR porn in 78 and thought, you know what? Let's throw the old well, they were doing gray like- Wookiee in a VR porn. It's kind of revolutionary, what? though. 
it put it on television for four-year-olds. They were doing, like, FaceTime in, like, you know, like, in a time where that, like, was only a twinkle in Steve Jobs' eye, or I don't know who created FaceTime, but, like, the the idea of, like, video calling... Probably wasn't Steve Jobs. It probably wasn't Steve Jobs. But, um, you know, the idea of, like, a video chat, like, wasn't really even a thing. Um, you know, that was very, like... It's it's also just disconcerting uh, to like see Wookies in like a living room, you know, like wearing a fucking apron. It's a, Why the fuck does Maul wear an apron? It's like a, a sitcom setup. Yeah, it's, they, they have like weird. a shitty like the green like eighties ass looking carpet and like just. Why I don't do they just have an apartment that looks like it's out of the seventies? <laughs> But just with a fucking tree in the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it was. <sighs> also, yeah, so we don't so we don't get tweets. Um that the game is uh, it's the hollow chess board and the game is called uh Digeric. Yes. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yes. that correctly, but oh. I, I looked it up. Close enough. No, but um, from this and then it's once the t- like there's a lot of usage of these like fucking tiny hologram people which is really scary but then it like it, it gets bigger and now like the person is life-size and dancing in his living room yeah and they look like they're just wearing like shitty capital cosplay outfits from the hunger games like it, it's just <laughs> yeah. fucking ridiculous it's awful yeah. really it's this, this performance is just so uncomfortable and then and, the and then they and then they'll cut to like the close-up of the yes. <laughs> the wookie's face with the, the eyes wide open oh, <laughs> oh god. my god it, yeah, yeah. It, it's the kind of thing where, like, whenever it's on Lumpy's face, I'm like, no, 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 go to the, go back to the erotic spandex circus. Oh, God. And then when it goes to that, I'm like, nope, show me Lumpy. Yep. <laughs> it's just pain either way. It's a lose-lose. Um, it is a lose-lose. Um, the next part that was uh, disturbing, this the, the porn, the VR porn was less disturbing. I was laughing during that at how stupid it was. I was so it uncomfy. It, it was super uncomfy, but it didn't hurt the same way that the other parts did for some reason. Just because I think, like, I was just I was baffled more than anything else. Is that this, this was is this kind of a good song that she sings, or am I crazy? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's I, Diane honestly, Carroll, so like, yeah, it's like sure. it was kind of like it kind of gave me like Bond vibes. A little bit, yeah. I've repressed that song. I couldn't even tell you what the harmony is. Like nothing, nothing mm, about I, it. I, I can tell you nothing uh, about it. Same. I don't remember. I was laughing at it and crying at the same time. The the cut um, to to Itchy writhing around in his chair like he's being fucking electrocuted <laughs> to death. I I can't get that image out. And of It's my a close head. up on his face, so you can only imagine he's what like, he's doing. Yep. Mm. Yep. Is that how it yeah. is? <laughs> Tom, gosh, I don't yep. even want to say it. <laughs> well, I said it. You before. know. I said it for you. Yeah, I, said it for you, yeah, so I think worry. the saddest part. There's like a genuinely sad moment in here where she says, "I find you adorable," and then he rewinds just to hear it again. Like this yeah. sad guy just needs <laughs> like so some sad. validation in his life. My oh. sad old man. <laughs> yeah, like okay. His wife, like the the also the unspoken thing is that Chewie's mom is obviously fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> she just like this dude is just watching VR porn jacking off to someone calling him adorable like it's just (laughs) this is so So, sad do you think she died in revenge of the sith is that when she (laughs) i don't know i don't think chewie seemed that sad in revenge of the sith who knows um not that revenge of the sith was anywhere in anyone's mind when they were making this um but the next um thing that i will never be able to escape from my brain until i die is the um the stir whip sequence <laughs> the cooking sequence i um this is the moment where i turned it off uh, the first time i was like you know what yep that's it that's that's all for tonight um when she says bantha rump obvious... and just smacks it down on the table that's just horrible and this is obviously supposed to be like a fun like cooking bit like oh we'll show the cooking side of star wars and instead they cast this person who doesn't look like he's out of star wars at all like i, I don't understand the the casting choice here like like in the in the makeup and the character like nothing about it the voice the voice is disturbing i don't know what it is just everything about it together just makes me want to throw up right now i despise this section with every atom in my body 
Well, it was first like, oh, like this is weird. Like this is what is, what is happening? And then they would do close-ups, and I went, oh, oh, they're doing blackface. <laughs> oh dear God! And then I looked oh. up the actor, and it's you know just some white guy, it, it literally just blackface for this bit, and it's terrifying and so bad. I don't know. I. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Okay, I I didn't read it like that. I must say, I thought that well, it was his, like... he's if you look up the actor, he's completely white. And yeah, he no, he is. I I, I felt like it was more like a metal layer, like a gold yellowy kind of thing that they were doing. Yeah, I it did not that. come across like that to me. Oh, it, it's it might so have been bad. Blackface. It might have been the, the cut you were watching or whatever copy that it was, but whatever I don't know. if it was because it only viewed once, and it, every copy that exists is a rip from that original viewing. Uh, yeah. Original. Well, no, but if you look at original photos from, like, on, like, promotional photos for the person, like, it's so clearly that, like, the person is literally just doing blackface. It's so bad. Really? Uh, I I always took it as more, like, she was supposed, he, uh, well, the actor is a a he, but, um, the character is a she. So, I'll go by she because it's the the character was supposed to be a woman. Um, I, I took it as a character being a robot, almost. Did you guys think that, or did you think that it was supposed to be, like, human? Yeah, no, I kind of thought of robot. I mean, it's obviously not human, because she has four arms. Some mm-hmm. kind of alien well, was well, okay, thought. humanoid. Yeah. You know. Um, but, uh, God, is this where they got the idea for Dexter Jester? Oh, my God. No. Um, my, my other question was, like, like, because this is obviously, I think, supposed to be... A ro- I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to be a humanoid or a robot. And then later, we get the most un-Star Wars thing ever. We get a fucking like a uh, robot out of fucking alien that is malfunctioning like fucking ash and alien yes in that fucking commercial oh my god yes yeah, so we got another fucking cum man um <laughs> i think i i think we can just so there's really no order to, to all these no, bits. so i think we can just jump there's, ahead. they didn't care so why should we i think we should just jump ahead to that one because i think that is by far like all of them are bad but this one is by far the least interesting it's supposed it's to so be so stupid. Funny? Who thought this was funny? I think so the joke is that it's boring. It's like, oh, look at Lumpy. He's watching this like instructional video for setting up some kind of piece of technology. But instead, they show you the whole thing, and it's just actually boring. <laughs> Yay! We're just, they're just padding like the time limit of this fucking holiday special. Uh, that's what like, most of it is. It, uh, it feels why like... is this over twenty minutes long? That's my <laughs> why question. Why is it an hour and a half? No, it's longer than an hour and a half. It's almost an hour and 40 minutes. Jesus. Jesus. <sighs> um, yeah, that's, that, that's not even like, that one, that one is just shitty because it's so boring and stupid and I think it was supposed to be funny and it's just not, that's not one of the ones that hurt me. Um, I think the only two that really hurt me were the dancers and the whipster. Um, but that one was terrible too. And let's talk about the, the oh, cartoon God, should we talk about the cartoon in the middle uh, let's uh, save that because that's probably the best part of that the is show the best the part sure, sure, sure. yeah i love um, that part we'll save that to the end um other stupid shit i mean this is basically um, like in the plot if you can call it that this is kind of where the stormtroopers come in and they start like mm-hmm. raiding the house looking and then, for then there's that one guy something art carney yeah we get the whole art carney yep song yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that Art Carney's fine. He doesn't do yeah. anything particularly interesting. Yeah, the the problem with this is that it just it also just it looks so cheap and it feels it really like does. a shitty sitcom TV. And it's like the part where it's like I think our generation doesn't appreciate the quality of television that we have. Like this was what TV was in the seventies. <laughs> bad like, variety shows. <laughs> bad variety shows. I wish I was watching The Incredible Hulk or Wonder Woman. I don't know what rip you guys watch, but I watched the one on yep. YouTube and yeah. how it hadn't said that it's not going to air tonight. I'm like, fucking give me Wonder Woman, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, But yeah, no, this is just, it's shot like the Brady Bunch. It's very When bad. these fucking, like, just a bad sitcom. How like, dare you? The Brady Bunch is, is a bad sitcom. That is so, it's that is so insulting <laughs> to the Brady Bunch. to the Brady Bunch. No. It, 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 no, it, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is just, like, it's just the camera sitting in one corner of the room, and the Brady Bunch, the reason why it's better is because I actually think that they're somewhat acting, or they're somewhat <laughs> characters. It's just, like, this in terms of the shot style, it's so 70s sitcom, and it's just, this is another part that I just, I couldn't even tell you what happens for, like, these 40 minutes, where it's just, like, oh, person walk around, oh, okay, here's this. And then Jefferson Starship comes in and sings a song. Absurd. Which is, disturbing in the bit like the imagery like very similar to the the dancers i don't hate the song when the song was playing i'm like oh my god thank god there's something not horrific happening for four minutes 
Um, but then it but... cuts back again to the fucking stormtroopers, and you have the one like lead imperial officer who keeps on like snapping his fingers and like pointing people to do things. He's like, "Yeah, go, go search the room. Go do this. Go do that." And it's supposed to be like intimidating. Yeah, but why are they even as... there? We don't know what they're looking for. Like, it, yeah, what are they? I Hints can't figure out where if they Chewbacca know is? that it's Chewbacca's family or not, and that Chewbacca's a rebel or not. Because it doesn't seem that way, but and then at other times it does seem that way. Like that, like. Bleh, what's and then happening? the one stormtrooper like finds the TV and then just closes it. Yeah, doesn't... like it, like like they were like calling it open, like it was supposed to be some big reveal, and they're like, "Dun dun dun!" Oh, okay, it's just a communication device, and then they close it. Like, what? What was that? <laughs> the Surely, Starship performance. Is yeah, like... I think there was even a commercial break at that point yeah. to like make the reveal bigger. <laughs> dun dun dun! I think that the Starship performance is like a distraction for one of the guards, but then like it is. They don't do anything From during what, it. Yeah, it's the worst kind of distraction. Um. Because they just have him watch it, and then like they don't they don't like use that time to get away or hide stuff or anything. Like, no, they just kind of let it happen, and then they watch him do it, and then they like resume this search, which again, to begin with, is boring. We don't know what they're looking for. Incredibly, yeah. it's yeah. it's terrible. Um, I I would I would say that this is a good part, relatively. Relatively. Um, well, we get B. Arthur's song. What part was that? The, it's the one in the cantina. Oh, the, I hate God. I hate that part hell. so much. Let's talk about the cantina shit. Yeah. I, this is another, the, the dude with the head, with Ugh. the hole in his head, that will haunt me for the rest of my <laughs> it's life. It's the same person who plays the chef. Yeah. Is it actually? Ew. Yeah, and someone else. Character. Wait, yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it's Harvey Corman. Um, yeah, a, a fairly popular actor at the time, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, he does one other character in here. But no, this this fucking cantina stuff was probably just the most boring, the most bored I, I was during this holiday special. Just... The song was grating. That character, Ugh. that whole dynamic was so annoying. None Ugh. of the creatures there even looked cool. And like they were well, just some of the cheaper... creatures were cool because they were the original costumes. Well, they were but... also just like a lot of them were just like cheaper versions of the things that we saw in A New Hope. Not only yeah. that, but like just what they added was just so shitty. Like, and also the fact that the Cantina song now has words. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't mind this. I am actually okay with that. I think it's fairly interesting that they were able to work. I don't remember it. Work a melody. Um into kind of like a counter melody into the cantina theme and they slowed it down. I don't think, well, it's not good, but you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's definitely not good, but okay. It's, it's impressive that they were at least like able to do it. You know, they did something. Um, sure. But it, yeah, it goes on too long. It's so, it's so bad and annoying. And again, like there's just the context of the fact that the officers and Chewie's family are just like watching it in the, how is okay in, in the setup for this? They're like, look at how the other side lives. Yeah. Isn't this so horrible? And it's just them drinking and singing. Like, what what is this supposed to be yeah. in the context of the story? Of uh, story, morals. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Oh, God. Stupid. Um, are there any other of these little vignettes before we get to the droids cartoon prequel and um the actual ending of this? I don't think so. That I'm forgetting that are worth talking about and shitting on. I, I, I apologize for anything that I've said during this. My filter is gone. There is no filter on me for this. I just, this is the least filtered I will ever be on a podcast. Well, no, there's been some stop, wait, what's that? I've said some really bad things. This is the worst filter I've ever had on a CTP episode. Yeah. What I find funny is that um, one of the directors listed for this, for this movie, uh, David Acomba, I believe, like he filmed the cantina scene and some other stuff, but he left halfway through the production Good because- According to Wikipedia, he was unfamiliar with a multiple camera setup, <laughs> which is like, why would you hire this guy for the Star Wars holiday special if you can't use multiple cameras at once? Does that, yeah, it, what does that even mean? Well, I mean, most things are shot with one camera. Multicam is, is I mean, it is different. Like when you but... have like sitcoms, like most like sitcom TV shows, if they have like a set where you only ever see like half of the room. 
like the the Seinfeld mm-hmm. apartment or whatever. Right. That's one camera. I just yeah. figured you would be at least hiring someone who had worked sure. in sitcoms, like a, a shitty sitcom. Shitcom. Oh, God. A shitcom. A shitty. <laughs> at least. You know what this I mean? This is a shitcom. And, and also, I, I should say, like most movies are shot with one camera. Like it's a, like yeah. most things are shot with one. Right, camera. Right, but like when you have yeah. when you have like just uh, basically one set, you can have multiple cameras because yeah. they're not going to show each other. Like the yeah, Big exactly. Bang Theory. Yeah, but um, it is baffling that they hired someone who didn't know what they were needing for the for the fucking shoot, which I think is um, I think is it's on brand um for this um, and I so I didn't read off that person's name because on Wikipedia it says parentheses uncredited and i didn't want to attach this person's name to this i didn't want to do that to that person so i'm not even going to say his name because uh he didn't want his name on these credits so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it to him because if i know that if i directed any of this or was involved in this in any way i would i would not want my name attached to it in any way shape or form um speaking of credits okay it's it's interesting this is the first time that james earl jones was ever credited as the voice of darth vader really yeah i thought someone else did the voice here no because he well it's it's james earl jones and it was they didn't credit him as the voice in a new hope and then so this was the first time he was ever credited that's bullshit I they didn't credit sucks. him oh david Prowse. fuck i'm sure they fixed that since then i'm sure the credits on all the well yeah i'm sure since then but yeah. like originally mm-hmm. mm, that sucks but yeah well I mean, that's a shitty thing for james earl jones speaking of firsts though you know we got to talk about the first appearance of boba fett the first appearance okay. of any mandalorian the mandalorian I... himself Cool sequence. I want to thank whoever made this animation because it is the only watchable part of this mm-hmm. shit hole a of a fucking movie. Very odd animation style. It's badly animated. Yeah, yeah. but I kind of dig it. I, I dug no, it. No, I didn't dig the animation style, but I dug it compared to what everything else was okay. happening. The well, they really style... fucked up the faces. Han Solo's face. And, and Luke's, Luke and Han's faces were fucking well, weird. They make Han Solo look like an old wrinkly man. And Luke looks fucking gaunt. You like can his see the whites of his eyes everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting art style, I think. Um, I think it works for the droids, 70s. but for the human. I think... Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah, uh, Han looks so weird that... This is the main... Okay, obviously he has like a really long nose and long face. And it's just really confusing because like Harrison yeah. Ford... Does, it looks like a caricature drawing. Yeah, right. But like Harrison Ford's nose isn't especially like long and thin i don't think like as no it's just a weird random choice it's just like they took this aspect of his appearance that to my knowledge doesn't really exist and then they just made it his whole character but no outside of that the weirdest thing about about han solo is that his eyes are just like horizontal lines and i was like okay maybe this is just like the way that they drew him they just like drew straight lines but at one point then he opens his eyes so they're circles and then he winks (laughs) <laughs> Why? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So, like, he's just closing his eyes for most of the time. I have no, so weird. I have no answer. Just... Uh, the intro of Boba Fett, though, I mean, it's kind of cool. I think, I think the the Boba Fett plot line in this is actually kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like, I think it's it makes sense um, that they met him. I before. like when they have Vader cut in. Um, yeah, there's not no no complaints for me other than the 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 weird animation of the people in terms of this section. Of so, it. do you think I that truly... this? Uh, is happening live and it's like being cartoonized or is it i have no is it like a log is it like a star log that they said someone animated or like imagine how weird it is to be like hey lumpy sorry the nazis are raiding your house like just sit down and watch this cartoon about your dad's friends that may or may (laughs) not have your dad yeah, it, like, if this would have taken place after episode six, it would have made sense because they were heroes. Mm-hmm. But at this point in the story, it doesn't make any sense. Right. They're literally just like in the eyes of like most of the galaxy, just terrorists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. why is there animated cartoons about this them? It's like the like, Resistance TV channel he's tuned into. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, in context, it makes no fucking sense. But like in terms of just actually the animation... It's enjoyable enough. The planet looks kind of cool that they crash on. The planet's interesting. Um, they crash in like Jello, basically. Yeah, That's and like good. red Jello. I I, I like that uh, better than like another sand planet. Facts. It's more creative than anything that J.J. Abrams did yeah. in the uh, planet designs. Um, I still hold that crate was probably the coolest planet in the sequel. Oh, trilogy. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Probably crate. I, I I no, I don't like Exegol. I like Exegol in idea, not in concept, in execution. 
Um, but God, where else do we go? I um, think this is pretty much the end. No, okay, so yeah, just the ending. Oh, the singing. My God, no! Before we get there, hold on. The the stupid like oh he dropped his gun oh he falls like looked so bad oh and harrison ford is so extra in this holiday special you would expect him like to give a very like half-hearted performance just like seeing listening to harrison ford in interviews and stuff but he is really over the top in this that's funny no i think he doesn't give a fuck what he's doing here yeah i don't think he gives a fuck but for some reason to me it just read as this man was kind of like doing a little bit more completely read it the opposite way i read it as like he could not like you could you could have punched this man in the balls and he would have been happier than being on set (laughs) no he did look happy but yeah i i always read i thought mark hamill's bit was just I could see the pain behind that man's eyes. That was painful. Well, well he was still recovering from the fucking car accident at that point. Oh, That's why he had true. so much makeup oh my on. God. <laughs> I that. That's why he had all the makeup on. The spray tan. Um, but with with Harrison Ford, I got to completely disagree with you. Every single line he had, it looked I could I could feel the pain. I could be like, <laughs> "You guys are like family to me. <laughs> fucking kill me." Um, I love that. It, I love when the two of them come back and Han says, all right, Chewie, you go stand by the door, like stand guard or something. I'm going to come greet your family. <laughs> like, and then Han's like, you guys are just like a family to me. Yeah, but arguably not as much as they're like a family to Chewie. Yeah. And, and the weirdest, <laughs> one of the, not the weirdest, one of the weird moments in this is this hug between Han and Chewie where he just, like, slowly moves into Chewie, like, wraps up around him, like, holds him for a few seconds and then just, like, pulls away a little bit. It's just like, ah, uh, Chewie, my pal. Like, it's just like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> Don't like what that. What is happening? It was so weird. And then, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah but after that, mo- you know, didn't you just want them to all hold some snow globes and walk into the sun? Oh, my God. I really What was And that? wear red robes. No god. This felt. This was the moment where I'm like, oh my god, this is the end of Planet of the Apes too. Like the beneath the Planet of the Apes with the fucking nuclear people worshiping the bomb. Have you ever seen that movie, guys? No, I don't think so. No, beneath the Planet of the Apes. It's a weird movie. Beneath. Um, Which what number is that in this? Two, the second one. Um, Whack. Yeah, the the ones from the seventies are wacky. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that for a long time, but it really reminded me of that. It's just these people who are just, like, all wearing this red robes underneath the planet of the apes. They're just, like, worshipping this nuclear bomb. It felt like that. And I don't... What is this supposed to be? Like, honestly, what is this supposed to be? I thought that it... I always thought that it was supposed to be, like... I don't know. Like, the the old Wookiees, like, die by walking into the sun or something like that? It's like a, it's like a death ritual or something? But no, because then after they walk into it... Then they're just like in this big room with Leia singing a song. So like, I do like. Leia and they're in space. The yeah. Where? How'd they get to space? Yeah, how do they get to space? What is this? What the fuck is this? It's the like fuck? a witch. The fuck. I am so the angry. Air. The fuck is in the air. Um, it's like <laughs> Christmas good, for man. for Wiccans. I guess I don't know. And then we get in here. And again, That's why, are, thing, why are Wookiees wearing clothes all of a sudden? Dude, they, they wear clothes. This is so never. disturbing because it, it insinuates that most of the rest of the time, Wookiees are just completely fucking naked. Yeah. Like, at all times. It makes sense that they are, but once you show them with, with clothes, their... when you go back, you, you can't. That's it. When you show them with clothes, <laughs> then you know they can you've, wear clothes. You've tasted the they forbidden fruit. <laughs> and at that point, you, you wonder why, knowledge. like. <sighs> I don't, I don't get it. Like if human, if human society, like think about how different our human society would be if everyone were just naked all the time, like no clothes, like it's a possibility, right? Like maybe we would have just, this isn't a societal construct that we have, but like the second one person starts wearing clothes, it's like, all right, yeah, we probably should be doing that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no, I have nothing. Uh, why? I was in hell when... It's this room full of Wookiees, and they're all yelling at the same time. I know. And it's like, my ears went to hell. <laughs> it's like not even, like, I feel like it's like blowing out the speakers. They're all like overlapping. Some of them are like, I don't know. It's a very weird sound thing. And then C-3PO, of all people, 
uh, if you you know that I find C-3PO annoying. So this was probably the worst thing for me. It was all Wookiees yelling and then C-3PO talking over them. And he's the only one in this goddamn room who could talk. Logan, I I know we, we, we joke a lot about the, uh, the David Lynch about... You may think you have watched a movie if you've watched it on your fucking telephone, yeah. but you haven't. Um... And I always, we always bring up how glorious your screening room is. I'm glad that I watched this on my phone and not in your screening room. This is probably the only time I could ever say that I'm glad that I did not watch watch something in that room. Because you watched I it on your cannot, phone. Mm. I watched it on my phone because it did you not it deserve to be played telephone. on my TV. Yeah, no, you were very lucky. This this Wookie sequence, I, this whole thing, this did not need to be on a big screen. It did not need surround sound. I think it would have been worse for my mental health if it was, like, surrounding me like that. Like, at least my phone, I could, like, put it away from me and, like, set it down and be like, okay, I'm in my house. Because when Lumpy hits the button to make the green spandex guy get big, he's actually, like, life-size. Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, I watched it on, on, like, the TV as well, and it was just a horrifying experience. This fucking Lumpy face that's, like, six fucking feet across. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's horrifying oh god oh he's coming god. for me <laughs> dude i think honestly if i ever like get hired by the cia to like do some spy shit and i have to like you know like okay you know this what they could have done what they should have done instead of waterboarding just play this movie on loop for all of eternity at like maxed volume like make sure as big of a screen as possible like, fucking orange clockwork you? orange motherfuckers yep. <laughs> yeah clockwork orange motherfuckers with this with movie the instead of waterboarding they will sing like a canary to get the fuck out of there <laughs> like and then carrie fisher starts singing yeah known vocalist what the fuck Princess was that, guys? that made me tear up that made me tear up just because she, was, she had a pretty voice. Yeah, she had a pretty voice, but why? Why? And what was the song that she was singing? What? Ugh. It's the main theme. Okay, this is this another no. sort of cool part. I'll give him like half credit for it because no. I, I I appreciate what they tried to do. They added a counter melody to the main theme, and you know what? It, I hated it. It works. The issue is just that it's so boring. A a five year old could have written this. It's just <laughs> like two notes that go back and forth and like. Yeah, these two notes, these are going to fit with, you know, the chord. One of these two notes is going to fit with the chord that you're on. So (laughs) just kind of go back and forth between them. And the lyrics are so bad. It made me tear up if it it didn't actually make me tear up. The only reason it would have made me tear up is like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that this is the most recent thing of the late great Carrie Fisher that I have seen. Besides that, I didn't like I felt so bad for her and everyone involved. Like, like, uh, everyone... (laughs) um, Everyone of the actual, like, cast members from the original, I feel so bad for. Like, they must have gotten locked into this contractually. Like, no one wanted... No, Like, you know Harrison Ford didn't willingly sign up to do no, this. No, he like, looks no like how he much wanted to die. Like, oh my god. And poor Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, like... I felt like they seemed more into it than Harrison Ford. Um, but, yeah, I'm sorry that, to everyone involved that you had to be there. And fucking Kenny Baker didn't even get fucking recognition at the beginning. They were like, R2-D2 as R2-D2. Yeah. Like, yeah, you right? motherfuckers. Yeah. He, he no, wasn't he, involved. You credited Anthony Daniels, but... Well, yeah. Kenny Kenny Baker wasn't involved in this. I'm, I'm reading it now. Good for him. They did, you know what? They did a remote control. He escaped. It's yeah. absolutely insane that, like, they got everyone back for this. Like, they, they like got how? people to do this. And, like, they couldn't have... I don't know. They couldn't have like the real uh, actors do like the Clone Wars. I, I'm sorry. That's a, such a. <laughs> they do have some in the uh, the movie. Mm, right. Uh, yeah. In the, in the movie. Yeah. Christopher Lee, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Right. I forget who else is actually. But yeah. Um, fucking bonkers that people wanted to come back for this, and then the Star Wars, and then the the prequel cast was like, mm, probably not for this really good I... TV show. I've uh, yeah, it is a great show. Which uh, you can go back and listen to all of our reviews of season one, which we will eventually continue our reviews of that. Sure. Um, and I think we did one episode in season two. But um, I have one. I have one like broad conversation I think to have before we wrap it up here. How did Star Wars survive this? Like honestly, how do you I, come back from this? I guess um, not that many people saw it, or the the people that did see it were. Of the younger age and had enough popularity with older people. It looked kind and of like and the fifth movie was, was already in the works. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think like, like, like I think five would probably already you know fairly far along. 
In terms of the writing process, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, like and they, it's also... they'd already like probably gotten their money for it, so they were like, you know, let's just put this out. And then once that came out, well, you Lucas know, Lucas self-funded it, so it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also the lack of the internet and Twitter. If this, like, if something like this happened today with, say, Marvel, like oh, in between God. Infinity I mean, War and like Endgame, they did a holiday special. They are making shit, and it was like a Guardians of the Galaxy's hard uh, holiday special. Th- this would be like Which I'm sure will be high. Quality. This would be like yeah. if it happened between like. The Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess really early on. Like, yeah. early on. And, I mean, with the existence of the internet, then, yeah, it would get completely panned and, like, would, Marvel probably wouldn't be where it was today. But, yeah, different world. Yeah, they got lucky, I would say. They, they got did. lucky that this didn't kill the franchise. You can't pull honestly. something like this off today. Yeah. Mm-mm, Just make sure. No. I, <laughs> I love the quote from George Lucas that everyone talks about where, if I had enough mm-hmm. time and a sledgehammer, I'd destroy every single copy of this. <laughs> so no one let him get a, a sledgehammer, because this is a fucking treasure. Or enough time. He definitely has I enough time know. at this point. <laughs> I wish he would. Do it, I George. wish he would also go in Eternal Sunshine style and erase this from my memory. <laughs> um, Dr. Mares, we need time you. Acceptable. Dude, honestly, I would... If someone gave me the option to, I'd be like, yes. Please, do God. It. Please, what? Are you, please are you get rid really? of this. Yes. Really? I wouldn't. I wish I didn't actually experience this. I, I need regret, to live with my trauma. I regret so much the fact that I had us do this. I'm like, haha, this will be funny. Yeah, I still, I, I, because we're two days away from it still, I'm still, this is still funny that this this podcast is getting released on Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, God damn. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring Please up? Please no. Just please God. Just Harrison Brendan. Ford choking out Conan on his show when he brings it up. That's the only thing I. Which was know. also like when he said he, Conan was like, "Did you watch it?" He was like, "No, I was there." I was like, "No, no." <laughs> just I mean, I just like pretty much the fact that um, the Wookiee's ritual seems to be that Mala cooks a meal throughout the day, works really hard on it, and then they go to this thing where Princess Leia sings a song, and then. They come back to eat the meal, I guess, at the end of the day, sure. as we see. So, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what Life Day actually is. I don't know. <laughs> Brendan, final thoughts and ratings go. Let's get this over uh, with. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't have that much to say. Like, honestly, I could meme on this movie forever, um, but, like, it is just a, an absolute fucking travesty. Um, it's just bad in every way. Like, I... I you can I give it an F minus? Is that even possible? This is like one of the worst experiences with film that I've ever had in my entire life. It was horrifying. Um, I I guess an F because that's the lowest you can go. But it's it's a god awful movie. It's it's truly truly terrifying. Uh, it wasn't even as laughably bad as I would have hoped for in most sequences. It's just like. Truly just nightmare fuel. I don't know if you've seen this, David Lynch, but I'm sure you could really <laughs> glean some useful imagery for your next Netflix series from this. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's fucking awful. The only positive that I have is the cartoon segment, but, like, it's it's not even good enough for this to be a D-. minus. It's got to be an F, because I truly don't remember anything from the cartoon segment other than it looking cool. And I, I just, it's not enough. It's an F. It's got to be an F. yeah. Um, A plus, you know, what can I say? Uh, <laughs> what to say about this movie? I, I do feel that there is some value to watching this. Um, I think that it, I, I'm happy that I've seen it, you know, uh, <laughs> Floyd's shaking his head, but I am happy that I've seen it. I think it's something that we need to experience. Like you gotta just watch something awful every now and then to, you know, if nothing else for just a confidence boost. Um, <laughs> Floyd, that 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 just uh, that uh that screenplay for the short film that I sent you that we've been talking about, you know, it makes me feel so good about brilliant. It. It makes me feel so good about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, so much went wrong here. Just everything went wrong. Nothing about it makes sense. Uh, nothing about it feels like Star Wars, and it's baffling that this got made. Um, and it's also baffling that the Star Wars name is attached to it and these Star Wars actors are in it and the Star Wars music is used in it. It's, it, it, it doesn't feel like it 
there's any way that this should be allowed to happen. So, I mean, it, you know, unequivocally an F. This is the F to end all Fs. Um, I can't say that enough. Yeah, it's, it's atrocious. I completely push back about against what you just said, Logan. Don't <laughs> watch this. Dear God, don't watch this. I, like... Do you do not understand if you if you listen to this podcast and had never seen it before, we're like, oh, this will be a funny thing to dunk on. It, no, it, it will just negatively affect your mental health. Don't put your. I'm not going to recommend you watch anything that negative look, negatively affected my mental health that may negatively affect your mental health. Do not watch this. It is seriously the wor- like. I'm trying to think of other things that I've given a half star an F on Letterbox to. I think this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, honestly, I think this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It, it is up there with, like, the fucking comfy couch shit VCR tapes that I that my sister watched when I was a child that scarred me. If I would watched this around the time, I think that it would probably have scarred me that bad. Like, this is just up there with, like, the, the memories and the deep recesses of my mind that just will hurt me for the rest of time. Like, I I don't know what else to say. Like, this, this is truly probably the, like, again... Any negative thing I've ever said about any other movie, you can kind of like bump up a little bit because now I've seen this and this is, this is, this is so much an F. Like I can't even put into words how much I despise this and despise this viewing experience. I hope to God I never watch this again. I wish that it didn't exist. I wish that I could wipe my memory of it. I hate this with everything in my body and i'm so pissed that i thought that this would be funny to do a <laughs> podcast on because i regret everything it's an f fuck this movie gentlemen we are unanimous yet again five oh, episodes wow. ago we talked about citizen kane and all gave it an a plus and this time we talked about the star wars holiday special and all gave it an f we did three times in like a month and a half yeah it's kind of whack really in sync yeah. huh this i still think the weirdest one was like wasn't an adaptation that we gave no, it was all being John Malkovich. To. It was being yeah. John Malkovich. I don't think I, maybe we will always we will sometime hit an F again, and we'll all sometimes hit an A plus again. It's gonna be weird for us to all hit like an A minus yeah. again. Like that's just such a random like. There's so many options in between. A strangely specific um, one. Yeah. So, um, Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed our pain. <laughs> um, unwrapping that under the tree this morning. Um, for you. But I hope uh, you listen to this guess, under the mistletoe. Yeah, I guess we are past, the whole it thing. hasn't happened yet, but I guess when this came out, we have passed, uh, I, we hope that you enjoyed Logan's arrangement mm. this morning on yeah. on Good Morning America. If you can find the, the rerun, if there is somewhere that you can rerun it and you missed it, go and find that. Um, apparently it's at 7.48 a.m. That's right. Um, so find that time spot as long as it is airing at the time that it is supposed to. Eastern, um, we should say. Eastern time, yes, on American Eastern time. Um but, um, yeah, so go back and listen to all of our reviews of our holiday picks. We had The Nightmare Before Christmas, Brendan's pick, and then we had Matt's pick, The Eyes, wi- the eyes Wide Shut? Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> um, and then we had Logan's pick, The Home Alone. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're listening to this podcast. But, um, thank God we are taking a break from reviewing some movies. I think we, I think we earned it with this one. So we'll we will be back on, I believe, around mon- the Monday after New Year's for... Um, what is out now? Maybe maybe you have watched it before you listen to this. Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. Um, very, a, a huge step up from this. Um, anything, Cats would be a huge step up from this, but um, that's going to be a massive step up. So we're going to take some time. I'm sure that we will be recording and releasing some other podcasts in that time. I know that we have a couple back in styles in the can and that we want to be recording even more of that, especially now that we are into the return. I know that we got some stop, wait, what's in the can and maybe we'll, you know, knock out some other podcasts but logan do you want to tell the good people about all the different podcasts on our network yep this is our flagship show but we also have the ctp movie journal which is matt and ryan's miscellaneous short form movie podcast back in style uh is our newcomer friendly episodic review of twin peaks uh stop Wait what is our improv comedy advice show both of those just mentioned a second ago octo island is our extended universe star wars podcast twisted mug mysteries is your one-stop shop for everything spooky and occult and we have i might play that our relatively new video game review podcast and of course you can find us on social media at twisted mug media on both instagram and twitter we don't use twitter as much but we do use our instagram and hey maybe if you follow us on twitter please it's some more uh we also have a youtube channel twisted mug media network i'm sure we'll have more content up there 
soon-ish, um, you know. Uh, and then, of course, you can find us on Letterboxd, which uh, I, I think we mentioned a little bit earlier, but uh, we have a joint account for Twisted Mug Media Network, and on there, uh, the Logan, Logan, the Logan, <laughs> the Logan runs that. <laughs> um, and uh, you can see our averages on there. But then at the same time, it also has all of our individual accounts. So if you want to check out like what we're watching and uh, doing whatever, you know, go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, we, we are near the end of the year, Matt. I don't know when we're planning on doing our uh, top 20 of the year, but that is coming up relatively Never. soon. <laughs> Um, it's never happening. <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll be uh, uh, earlier than than most other years. The uh, it, like movies like Minari and um, and like Promising Young Woman and Nomadland, who are going to be these big Oscar movies, aren't going to be coming to streaming until like late February. So I feel like we're not going to wait for them. So keep your eyes peeled for our top twenty films of twenty twenty coming up here soon. Um, I have seen around uh, by by the time this comes out, I'll probably have seen around forty eight to fifty movies from this year so still a decent amount not not as many as usual but you know my goal is to get for like 60 to 65 before we record so uh keep your eyes peeled for that keep your eyes peeled for our review of wonder woman 1984 in the new year and then we'll be moving back into uh the charlie kaufman series so uh i guess thanks for listening guys i'm sorry that i put you through this uh i'm ryan (laughs) i'm brendan i'm matthew and this movie gave me trauma we'll see you next time guys happy holidays